A Smuggler's Song is a poem published in 1906 and written by Rudyard Kipling, one of the UK's most celebrated poets and novelists. His career began to develop when he worked in India for Anglo-Indian newspapers. And because he was part of that colonial era of Britain, his history is perhaps problematic in some ways but his writings live on as these magical imagined worlds in which we can immerse ourselves through the power of the poetry and the music, especially when conveyed by singers such as Pete Bellamy, who I mentioned a few days ago. Pete had a devoted and complicated relationship with Kipling's poetry in that he would come up with these theories about the metrical nature of Kipling's poetry and how that enforced any melodic uh, arrangement to be highly metrical itself in order to do justice to the original lyrics. He created at least two collections of purely Kipling albums. One was called Oak and Ash and Thorn which also happens to be the title of one of my very favourite summer folk songs, and I hope we get to it later in this collection. Pete's fascination started with Kipling's children's books, for instance, Puck of Pook's Hill, in which you will find the smuggler's song. He later moved into Kipling's more mature, adult-facing repertoire, and that led to some of his most sublime folk arrangements. Pete's version of A Smuggler's Song uses a totally different melody to the one you're about to hear. I've picked the fairly traditional, predictable melody, and I've set it to a bit of guitar, because in the spirit of learning a song a day and getting it up to a recordable level, I had to pick something simple. Please check out Pete's version, which uses some incredibly inventive vocal harmonising. The melody I've gone with is very similar to a couple of songs we've already heard in this series. For instance, In the Month of January. Both this and that use the melodic scheme ABBA so that the first and fourth lines in every section of the song are exactly alike and the middle two lines are exactly alike the effect is that those matching pairs of lines, one and four, two and three, echo each other but somehow build on each other each time, creating a rising tension through the whole song up to the very final statement. The sections do resolve musically and lyrically, but you feel like the story is building and the plot is thickening the longer you listen. Enjoy. If you wake at midnight and you hear a horse's feet Don't go drawing back the blind or looking dead in the street Them that ask the questions isn't told a lie So watch the warmly darling while the gentlemen go by Five and twenty ponies trotting through the dark Brandy for the parson, backy for the clerk Laces for a lady, letters for a spy 
Watch the wall me darling while the gentlemen go by Running round the woodlump if you should chance to find Little barrels rubbed and tarred full of brandy wine Don't you shout to come and look nor use them for your play Put the brushwood back again and they'll be gone next day if you see the stable door setting open wide If you see a tired horse lying down inside If your mother mends a coat cut about and tore If the lining's wet and warm don't you ask no more If you meet King George's men dressed in blue and red you be careful what you say, you're mindful what is said If they call you pretty maid and chuck you neath the chin Don't you tell where no one is, nor yet where no one has been Knocks and footsteps round the house and whistles after dark You've no call for running out till the house dogs bark Rusty's here and Pincher's here and see how dumb they lie They don't fret to follow when the gentlemen go by If you do as you've been told, likely there's a chance You'll be given a dainty doll all the way from France With a cap of Valenciennes and a velvet hood a present from the gentlemen along the being good Five and twenty ponies trotting through the dark Brandy for the parson and backy for the clerk Laces for the lady, letters for a spy so Watch the world me darling while the gentlemen go by